Hey family, before we get into today's podcast, I wanted to correct myself. I quoted Psalms 47, 4, but I said Psalm 17, 4. So as you're listening to the podcast and you hear Psalm 17, that is incorrect. The correct scripture is Psalms 47, 4. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved. I was writing down my notes so fast that I wrote it incorrectly. Forgive me. Love you. Enjoy the podcast. Hey family, how are you? I pray all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He is your God and what a mighty God we serve. So how are you doing on this beautiful Wednesday? I did not anticipate being on this soon, but family, the Holy Spirit is stirring me up. Like I cannot put this book down. Um, It has just been so powerful, so impactful. It's opening my eyes to some things. And I'm just I'm just really learning so much reading this book. And I truly pray you guys get the books Pigs and Apollo. But while you are questioning and asking God what you need to be delivered from. And as you seek the Holy Spirit to give you wisdom and understanding, I want you to pay attention to your children. Your children need deliverance too. Do not leave your children out. Your whole household needs deliverance. Amen. We all heard of childhood trauma. The devil uses these situations, these traumas to enter in. Going back to my childhood, I remember being, you know, traumatized and going through some things. And this is how the spirit entered. And little do we know, these are not demons that just, you know, came upon yesterday or last month or last year. Some spirits that we need deliverance from been with us since we were a child and we need to get rid of them. We need to expose them, renounce them, denounce them, bind them and get them out. But it started in childhood. And I just want to read this portion of pigs and apollo and it says life circumstances and it says evil spirits have no sense of fairness they never hesitate to take full advantage of times of weakness in a person's life of course the weakest time in most lives is childhood a child is completely dependent upon others for protection Without question, the majority of demons encountered through ministry have entered the person during childhood. Christian parents need to understand their responsibility to protect their children as well as how to deliver their children from demon oppression. One of the first questions asked in pre-ministry counseling is, how did you relate to your parent as a child? In the majority of cases, this question opens the door for a listing of grievances for which the parents are blamed. How often I heard such things as, my father was an alcoholic. They often go on to relate various fears associated with this condition in the home. There are insecurities and often poverty because the father was unable to provide or spent the family income to support his addiction. As a child, growing up, a little older, he becomes embarrassed and ashamed. The quickest way to understand what doors were opened for demons to enter is to hear an account of a person's childhood. 
Multiplied instances have been found where evil spirits were unable to indwell. I'm sorry, was able to indwell a person through the rouse of inheritance. If a child is told that he is like his parent, he can expect to inherit their weaknesses or become vulnerable. Pause. I want to pause right there because a lot of parents have a bad habit of saying you're just like your father, especially women. We say that to our child when they don't perform the way we want them to perform when they don't do what we want them to do and the truth is we're not really mad at them we're mad at the father so we say those things you're just like your father you're just like and that is the worst thing to say to your child especially if it's from a negative point of view the devil would love for us to inherit the negative traits of our parents What we call in the church, those generational curses. But we must be careful with that. We must be careful what we speak on our children. We must be careful what we try to give our children as an inheritance. Hallelujah. Let me continue. My own mother was a very nervous person. When I was a young boy, she had a nervous breakdown. I developed a fear that would inherit this weakness the fear of being nervous actually opened me to the reality my nerves began to give away it was as though something was inside my body and crawling all through me I would become very weak and unable to fulfill my responsibilities as a pastor the doctor put me on medication which made me so drowsy I would go to bed My workload would stack up and I would get more nervous. I was on a treadmill from which I saw no escape. Several times I came near resigning my church and leaving the ministry. Five years ago, I was delivered from the demon of nervousness and related spirits. There there has been no more crawling nerves and no more needs for drugs. The demon that The demons that told me that I had to be like my mother were all liars. Man, let me tell you, family. I remember my mom died from lung cancer. And I remember, and this is way before Christ. Like, this is why I'm stirred up because I remember the torment that I went through. I remember, you know, how the enemy would try to really beat me up so often. I'm telling you, family, my mom died when I was 20. And it was tormenting to the fact of me, you know, from loneliness and depression and all that. Me trying to take my own life. But one of the things that were constantly, I was constantly tormented by. You're going to die just like your mother. You're going to get cancer. You're going to get this. You're going to get that. I constantly questioned if I was going to get what my mother had. And then you look at people in a family. And this is something that we, I hear this so much. We got to be careful with this. So many people, well, my grandmother had cancer and my auntie had cancer and this and this and that. You are looking to receive an inheritance that's not yours. God has an inheritance for us and it's not the portion of what my mother had. 
is not what your mother had or your grandmother or your grandfather. And we got to stop associating ourselves with the with those things. And you got to know that your inheritance is healing. Your inheritance is the goodness of God. Your inheritance is peace. Your inheritance is love. Your inheritance. What is your true inheritance? And too often us in the body of Christ, I hear it all the time. Well, my mother had heart disease and this person had heart disease. You know, my whole family had it. So, you know, I need to be careful. Stop claiming what your family had. As a believer, as a born again believer in Christ Jesus, you declare and decree, this is not my portion. This generational curse stops here. It stops now. And I believe the enemy is able to enter in the minute you come in agreement with that report. Remember what I said in the last um, podcast, as far as we cannot come in agreement with the doctor's report. See, the enemy is looking for you to receive that inheritance. Oh, mama had it. So that means I'm going to have it so he plays with your mind and he puts you in a position where you start to expect to receive cancer or high blood pressure or heart disease and all of these different things he's looking for that entry he's looking for your agreement in the spirit he's looking for your acceptance and you can't accept it family you have to renounce it and denounce it I don't care if your entire family has something you have to say this is not my inheritance this is not my portion do not come in agreement with it. I hear it a lot. I hear it a lot. And until you disassociate yourself from it, it will be your portion and it will be your inheritance. Even though we have a true inheritance, let me read to you what David said in Psalm 17. He said, God, he said, you shall choose our inheritance for us. Hallelujah. You shall choose it. The devil ain't going to choose my inheritance. God will choose my inheritance. And my inheritance is peace. My inheritance is healing. My inheritance is breakthrough. My inheritance is the goodness of God. Not what my mama had and what my grandma had and what my great, great, great grandmama had. We got to stop doing this. We, I hear it and family, I have done it. I've thought about it. But when I got saved and I understood, I started to say, this is not my portion. This is not my inheritance. I will not get cancer. I will not get heart disease. I will not. I will not receive the inheritance of my, my parents, my forefathers, because I am a child of the most high God. And we got to look at our children and we got to be careful how we talk to them. We've got to be careful how we teach them because they grow up with these fears and they grow up believing that they're going to get what someone else had. And so we teach them another way. Jesus said, I will show you a more excellent way. We got to teach our children a more excellent way because their inheritance is not the inheritance that the devil has for them. Amen. I'm going to continue reading. I have found many others like myself who accepted the lies and fears suggested by the devil. Many people are collapsing from a fear of mental illness because a parent had this problem. The devil says, this is your inheritance. Do you know that a person could be possessed by the fear of mental illness that he will eventually end up in a mental hospital? I have seen many persons delivered from this particularly tormenting fear. My father died of a heart attack 
My mother was dying from heart trouble. My aunts and my uncles have gone the same way. The devil kept telling me that this was my inheritance. I went to my doctor for a checkup. He asked questions about my family's medical history. When he found out about all the heart I'm sorry. When he found out about all the heart trouble in my family, he predicted. I must pause right there. Do not accept the doctor's report. They are a physician, but they are not the great physician. Hallelujah. Just because the doctor said it so don't mean it is so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say it is so. And what the redeemed is saying, that is not your inheritance. That is not your portion. Family, when I say I got stirred up, I got stirred up. I had to come back and talk to my family because this is the stuff we're saying. This is the stuff we're doing ignorantly. So I'm going to just go back to that part because I kind of just got caught up. (laughs) When he found out about the heart trouble in my family, he predicted that I would develop a bad heart. At the age of 46, I went to the hospital suffering from chest pains. When I had the heart attack, someone gave me nitroglycerin tablet and the pain left instantly. The doctor could find no damage to my heart, but was sure that I had experienced a light heart attack. Two months after I left the hospital, I had a second a second attack. It struck me on a Sunday morning before I got out of bed. By this time, I have learned the operation of demon spirits. I announced to the congregation that we would have a special ministry meeting that afternoon in which they would minister deliverance and cast out the demons of heart attack. Come on, Jesus. That was five years ago, and I have had no other chest pains and I no longer expect to have one. I do not accept the preferred inheritance of the devil, but I expect the healing and the health of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on. I'm going to say that again. I'm saying it for me now. I do not accept the preferred inheritance of the devil, but I accept the healing and the health of my Lord Christ Jesus. And I want you to say, I'm going to say it a third time, but I want you to say it with me. And I want you to say it with boldness. I do not accept the preferred inheritance of the devil, but I expect the healing and the health of my Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, what are you accepting? What are you accepting? I don't care what the doctor is saying. What are you accepting? And it goes back to our childhood. We've been taught this nonsense. We've been taught to believe what was error. But we must be renewed in our mind by reading the word of God. We have to be renewed in our mind. We have to be shown a more excellent way. And we can't just take ourselves. We must take our children. Our children is being tormented. Our children is being oppressed. Our children is being tormented. So it's not just about us taking care of us and us getting delivered. If possible, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus to collect your whole family, your immediate family, your husband, your wife, your wife, your husband, your children. And you go to church, you go to church and you say, my family seeks deliverance. Don't just get it for yourself. And and if you have a, 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 a spouse that 
is not a believer such as yourself. You take yourself, you take your children and you pray, you get the deliverance that you need and you ask for prayer that God will open the eyes of your unbelieving husband or your unbelieving wife that they too can be delivered. But do not just take yourself to the altar. Take your entire family to the altar because you all need deliverance. Because let me tell you something, you could get deliverance, but you got the deliverance and you can open the a door could be open back to you by you being in an environment that is not delivered. So you seeking deliverance for yourself is one part, but when you are constantly around people who have yet to be delivered, who are still vessels for the enemy, it opens the door for you. If you give in, if you give in to the lies of the devil, if you get give in to the tormenting of the devil. So it's so important that you take your entire family. Don't think just because they're four. Don't think because they're five. Don't think because they're 10 that the enemy isn't messing with them. They're being bullied at school. They're dealing with insecurities. They're dealing with self-worth as a child. It doesn't start as an adult. These insecurities starts when we're little. Like it said in the beginning, these spirits have, they, they don't play fear. They don't have a sense of fairness. They see a human being, they see a vessel and all they see, oh, I want to torment. I want to hurt. I want to still kill and destroy. The enemy does not care that your child is only four years old. And the enemy is looking for an opportunity, some form of trauma, some form of situation that it can enter into that child. So you as a mother, you as a father has to be intentional about protecting your children. You don't just protect them physically, you protect them spiritually. So you take the whole family to church and you seek deliverance for your family. And you plead the blood of Jesus over your entire family. Don't just get deliverance for yourself. Acknowledge that the devil is a liar and he is cunning and he comes to steal, kill and destroy. He's not just out to get you. He's out to get your entire family. So you cannot forget the babies because they're being tormented too. And only God knows what they're already dealing with. What their little heart is dealing with. What their little mind is being tormented with. The lies that the devil are telling them. And if we don't start teaching them the right way. We're teaching them everything else but the right thing. We teach them how to smoke. We teach them how to drink. We teach them. We teach them how to have sex. We teach them the wrong things. But our children. Our children are being oppressed by the devil day after day. And we're being we're ignorant to it because we don't recognize that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. So it's not just for us. It is for our children. Don't leave your children out. Don't forget about your children. Don't think about yourself as you are thinking and as you are calling on the name of Jesus. And as you are seeking the face of God while he may be found that you may receive deliverance. Make sure you invite your entire family to the altar. We need deliverance. And I pray you as a man, as a father, the leader of your home. Collect your family together. Collect them. We are going to church. We are getting deliverance in the name of Jesus. I don't care how perfect you think your family is. The devil don't play fair. Seek deliverance for your entire family. And if someone 
denies. If someone don't want to go, you go. And then you seek prayer. And you pray for that individual. Don't fight for the individual because that can open up the door for offense and more um, uh, resentment. Don't fight them. Don't get mad. Don't get angry because you got to recognize the minute a person hear deliverance, that spirit. Let me not say a person. The minute that spirit hear deliverance, you going to be people going to fight. People want to argue. So you got to recognize it's not them. That spirit don't want to be cast out. So there's no point of being frustrated and angry with someone who don't want to go with you to church to get delivered. You go get delivered. You be intentional about your deliverance and you pray and pray the heavens down and intercede for them that their eyes will be open so that they can receive deliverance. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. You cannot enter into a fight for deliverance with fleshly carnal weapons. You need the weapons of, of heaven. You need the weapons of God to pull down these strongholds. You need prayer and you need to fight an effective warfare and you need intercession. Do not fight family. Do not fight with them. Do not get upset with them. You ask your husband, you ask your wife to go to church, even your children, if they're older age. Hey, let's go to church. I want, I want deliverance. I've been thinking and I've recognized that we haven't been living right. And we, we have opened the door to the enemy and I'm seeking, I'm seeking the face of God and we, we should go for deliverance. If anybody say no, if anybody say no, I don't want that. I want you to recognize family that that's a spirit. It's a spirit. Don't get mad at them. Don't get upset. You humbly you humbly respect their decision. You go to church. You get delivered and you wage warfare and intercede for that loved one. That's what you do. And when you are delivered, you make sure you pray and plead the blood over your children. They may be little and they may not understand, but that don't mean nothing. The enemy don't care. They don't understand. The enemy don't care. They little seek deliverance for your children. And continuously plead the blood of Jesus. Pray over them like you have never prayed before. Family, the enemy is running rampant. And he is stealing, killing, destroying. And it's starting. It's starting at those childhood traumas. It's starting at those situations that we couldn't control as a child. But those things opened the door. It opened the door for them to enter. And so many parents are are speaking death by telling their children in anger that they're just like their father or they're just like their mother because they're angry and they don't like their behavior. And once that seed is planted into that child's mind, that is an opportunity for the enemy to torment them. And then they begin to believe that they are just like their parent and they believe that they're just like the mother or father. And they begin to accept this ungodly demonic inheritance Instead of the inheritance of the Lord. So I want you to think about the things that you have said. The things that you have accepted. The things that you have came in agreement with. Denounce them and renounce them in the mighty name of Jesus. And I want you to declare and decree with your family. I want you to declare and decree with your family. That your portion. Your portion. Your portion and your inheritance is of the Lord. I do not 
And if you're saying it as a unit, as a family, we do not accept the preferred inheritance of the devil, but accept the healing and the health of our Lord Jesus Christ. But you got to repent. You got to denounce. You got to renounce. You got to bind and you got to loose and you got to seek deliverance. But you cannot seek deliverance without repentance. You cannot seek deliverance without repentance. Repentance and renunciation has to be first. I repent of this. I don't want this. I don't accept this. Satan, you must go. Every demon that is attached to my life, the demons of whatever you're struggling with, cancer, heart disease, high blood pressure, gastritis, whatever it is, this is not my inheritance. I don't accept it in the name of Jesus. I repent from accepting it. I repent from thinking about it. I denounce it and renounce it in the name of Jesus Christ. And I decide today to receive the inheritance of Jesus Christ, then you receive your deliverance. You cannot get deliverance without first repentance and renouncing that thing because we have, we have accepted it and participated in the lie by talking about it, by talking about it. Like he said, like I said, so many people, so many people have said, Oh, you know, my grandmother got this or my uncle had that or, you know, my grandma, my auntie, my uncle, they all had it. So, you know, I got to be careful. No, you don't got to be careful. You need to plead the blood of Jesus and you need not to accept the inheritance of the devil, but you accept the inheritance of the Lord. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that David Psalm 17 for Psalm 17. He shall choose our inheritance for us. God has an inheritance for you. You choose the inheritance of God. You choose the blessings of the Lord. You choose the healing of God. You, you choose the peace of God. You choose the joy of God. Do not choose the inheritance of the devil. And make sure that you are taking care of your children and not looking at them because they're little and not, and, and not accepting, not expecting the enemy to try to look for an entryway to indwell, to torment and oppress your children because he's looking, he's looking for an opportunity. Every time something traumatic happens to us, the enemy looks for an entryway. How can I get them angry? How can I get them fearful? How can I get them lustful? How can I make them perverted? How can I make them prideful? It doesn't just happen. He looks for an opportunity. And then once the opportunity presents itself, the enemy plants seeds. And if we as the individual accept that seed, meditate that seed, our thoughts water that negative seed family. This is why the Bible said, cast every negative imagination that exalts itself higher than the word of God. This is why we have to cast them down. Because if we meditate on that negative demonic seed that has been planted, we begin to come in agreement with it. And this is why we have to denounce and renounce the thoughts and the words that we have spoken over our lives and over our situations because all the enemy needs is an opportunity. 
but we're getting delivered. We're getting delivered. We're getting delivered. I am declaring and decreeing that no demon will dwell within me. And I want you to declare and decree that no demon will, will dwell and dwell within you and your mind and your emotions and your body. You will be delivered in Christ Jesus, going back to your childhood, going back to 50 generations on both sides of your family, that you will become the chain breaker in your family, that you will break those generational curses off of your family off of your bloodline you will be the one that stands in the gap in Christ Jesus and plead the blood over your entire family you have to choose to be that one you there's no reason to be afraid because God has equipped you with power and authority and the time is now how long will we stay beat up and broke down by the enemy when God has given us power I say no more I say no more I say no more that is not my inheritance that is not my portion and it is not yours and it is not yours and it is not your wife's and it's not your husband and it's not your children and it's not your grandchildren this is not our inheritance and we stand in agreement with the living word of God that will never return unto us void that we are silencing the demonic voices we're coming against every lie of the enemy we are not taking his inheritance but we are slapping it down to the ground we are stomping it with our feet because victory is ours in Christ Jesus. That must be your confession. We are no longer taking the enemy's crap anymore. And we will be delivered. We will not be tormented. We will not have mental illness. We will not have schizophrenia. We will not have cancer. We will not have diabetes. We will not have high blood pressure. We will not have heart attacks. We will not have gastritis. We will not have lung disease. We will not, we will not, whatever it is, the devil is trying to lie to you with. You declare and decree, this is not my inheritance. You declare it over your family. You declare it in the name of Jesus and you fight an effective warfare in Christ Jesus because that is your true inheritance family stop coming in agreement with the lies of the devil stop it you come in agreement with the inheritance of your God you come in agreement with the inheritance of your God Jesus Hallelujah, hallelujah, you're a good God, you're a good God, you're an awesome God, you're a mighty God, and we worship you, Jesus, we thank you, Lord, we honor you, oh God, we honor you for being a good God, we honor you for being El Gabor, the God of war, who goes before us, oh God, who paved the way that we can trample over every serpent and every devil, Father, we thank you, oh God, for giving us, oh God, power and authority to trample over every demon and fight an effective warfare, Father, we thank Thank you for the whole armor of God that we can withstand the wiles of the enemy. We choose to put on the whole armor of God. We choose the inheritance of the Lord and we come against every lying spirit. We come against every generational curse. We come against every demonic force that has been tormenting us and our family in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We stand in agreement with the word that will never return unto you void. Heaven and earth will pass away 
but your word, oh God, your word is settled in heaven. Hallelujah. Your word is settled in heaven and we fight an effective warfare as it is written. After we have done all that we can, we stand. We stand on your word. We stand on your truth. We stand on your goodness. We stand on your love. We stand on your faithfulness. Hallelujah. You are a mighty God. You are an awesome God. You are an excellent God. And we choose the inheritance of the Lord today. Oh God, we thank you for the word of the Lord. We thank you as your Holy Spirit is moving, oh God, and shifting and aligning. Oh Father God, we thank you for a fresh anointing that is resting upon your sons and daughters. Every person under the sound of my voice, Father, I thank you for the spirit of boldness that rests upon them, oh God, that it stirs them up in the spirit, that they begin to fight and war in the spirit because they recognize that they are not wrestling with flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. Father, I thank you for a sweet anointing that is resting upon every son and daughter under the sound of my voice. For it is the anointing that breaketh the yoke. It is the anointing that breaketh the chain. It is the anointing that breaks every generational curse. It is the anointing, oh God. We thank you for the anointing. We thank you for breathing fresh wind into our nostrils. We thank you, oh God. Can these dry bones live? And we say, yes, they can. We breathe unto every drop in our life. We bereave on it in the name of Jesus by faith knowing that you're going to quicken it and things are going to begin to shake and things are going to begin to rattle and things are going to begin to live. We shall live and not die in the name of Jesus Christ. We shall live and not die in the name of Jesus Christ according to the word of the Lord according according to the inheritance of our God. We speak life into the atmosphere. We speak life into our home. We speak deliverance into our home. Father, we pray for every family member that is fighting and fighting and fighting. That has been tormented by demonic forces that hinders them from entering into deliverance. Father, we come in agreement and we intercede for them that they shall live and not die. Father, we hold back the hand of the enemy. We bind the enemy in their lives. We say, Lord, rebuke them in the name of Jesus Christ. We come in agreement with your word. We come in agreement with your power that our family shall be saved, that our family shall be delivered, that our our family shall be a new creature in Christ Jesus. Father, we glorify you. Father, we honor you as we intercede on their behalf that the shackles be broken off of them, that the blinders come off of their eyes, that their ears will be unplugged so that they can hear, thus says the Lord. We war for our family. We intercede for them in the name of Jesus Christ that they too shall live, that they too shall live. We speak life into their life. We speak healing over them. We speak the blood of Jesus Jesus over them, every spirit tormenting their mind and their emotions. We stand in agreement and we fight an effective warfare and we war against those demonic spirits on their behalf. And we said, peace be still to their mind. Peace be still to their heart. Peace be still to their body in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we come in agreement today. 
We come in agreement today that no family member be left behind from the baby in our womb. Let's pray for every pregnant woman. Hallelujah. For the Bible says that in your mother's womb, I knew you the same way you knew us. Oh God, the enemy has a plan for us too. He knew us too. And I abort every plot and every plan of the enemy against that unborn child in the mighty name of Jesus. I come against every demonic attack against that unborn, that unborn child in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, I speak life. Hallelujah. I come in agreement. Oh God, the word that you pray over that baby, the word that you spoke over that baby, that baby shall be what you have called it to be. Hallelujah. That baby shall receive the inheritance of the Lord. I speak life. Hallelujah. That there will be no deformities in the name of Jesus Christ, that there will be no sickness or diseases in that baby's life, but that baby Baby, be birthed full tone full term healthy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I plead the the blood of Jesus over every woman who is pregnant in the name of Jesus Christ. And I speak the blood of Jesus Christ that that baby, that baby, that baby will go to full term in the mighty name of Jesus. That baby will be healthy in the name of Jesus. That baby, that baby, oh God, will be a man and woman of God. Oh God, for such a time as this. Because the enemy comes in like a flood at every opportunity, oh God. Oh, if that, that woman is emotional, if that woman is in her feelings, if that woman is feeling rejected, oh God, that can go to the baby. I come against the spirit of rejection from even touching the womb in the mighty name of Jesus. I attack you in the name of Jesus Christ with the sword of the spirit, which pierced down to the bone and the marrow in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, oh Oh God, as your angels are on assignment, as your angels are on assignment, according to Psalms 91, to every person under the sound of my voice. For when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord set a standard. Father, we thank you for the standard. We thank you for your protection. We thank you for your provision. We thank you for your mighty hand. We thank you for your love. We thank you, oh God, for being a father to the fatherless. We thank you for being a friend to the friendless. Father, we glorify you for your unconditional, unchanging, unwavering love in the mighty name of Jesus, that you will send forth a word that will break the chains and the shackles that has been keeping your children bound. The time is now to be free. The time is now to be free. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Who the son set free is free indeed. And it's time that your children come out of bondage. Let this be our exodus, O God that we are delivered from Egypt, that we're no longer in the hands of Pharaoh, but we are in the hands of our God. This is our exodus, O God. May the spirit of the Lord rest upon every son and every daughter that listen to this podcast, that every yoke will be broken, that every chain will be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we plead the blood of Jesus from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, and we say access the 
tonight. Hallelujah. Oh God, oh God, oh God. Oh God, we thank you, oh God. We thank you for the blood. We thank you for the blood that never loses power. We thank you for the blood that speaks better things than the blood of Abel. We thank you, oh God, that the blood is speaking deliverance. The blood is speaking deliverance in the name of Jesus. We worship you. We honor you, oh God. We worship you. Who is the king of glory? It is the Lord God Almighty. Who is the king of glory? Oh God, it is the Lord strong, strong in battle, strong in battle, strong in battle. Oh Father, we thank you for the victory in Christ Jesus. We thank you for the victory, oh God, in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. Hallelujah to you, Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy, oh God. We worship you. We thank you. We honor you, Christ Jesus, for deliverance, oh God, is the inheritance of the saints. Deliverance is the inheritance of the saints. Deliverance is the inheritance of the saints. We will no longer be captive. We will no longer, hallelujah, be in bondage, oh God. Oh God, oh God, we thank you for deliverance this day. Our rock and our deliverer. Our rock and our deliverer. Our rock and our deliverer. We worship you. We honor you. In your holy name we pray. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are worthy to be praised. Jesus. Jesus. Family. I love you. I pray that the spirit of the Lord has shifted the atmosphere. I pray he has stirred you up in the spirit and given you the confidence and the boldness to fight an effective warfare that you and your family can get the deliverance that you need in Christ Jesus. Deliverance is the inheritance of the saints. Get your deliverance and get free today in Christ Jesus. I will be talking to you soon, family. Until then, be blessed and be free.